You're listening to Master Your Bliss Life. Join Kira Masters and Leah Bliss as they dive into the magical, mysterious, and mundane elements of life, helping you to master your purpose and find your bliss. Toot toot! Toot toot! Toot toot! toot, toot. <laughs> toot, toot. So we're going to talk about today tooting your own horn, as my son says. Horn. Horn. He's got horns. Horns. Yes. When He's he first said it, I was like, what? What? <laughs> horns. He's got horns, horns, mom. Horns. Correct, son. He has horns. <laughs> horns, horns, horns. Not so funny. Okay. How do you toot your own horn? How do you show up and... Because I was I was talking to somebody the other day and I was like, I just don't like pick me energy. I don't like, I've been that person and I know many women who've been mm-hmm. that person where it's like, you go out and you just want the male gaze. You want attention. You want people yep. looking at you. You want to be seen and validated, usually in like a sexual way. Right. That's, that's that. Usually like in stages. Yeah. It's the dancing on tables. It's the. Like we go through stages of it in our lives, depending on where we're at. And and honestly, some people are stuck in it. Honestly, it's a self-worth thing. Yes. I, in, in the church of Leah, like if you need to go out and have all eyes on you by acting a fool, you need to work on some self-love babies. Because you can, granted, now that's, now I will caveat this with, there's a big difference between going out and having fun, having the time of your life, feeling yourself, getting down with your bad business, and then naturally drawing attention. It's another thing that the motivation yeah. is, I want attention. Yeah. When I, when I was in New York, we were at, a bar and there was music and dancing and and I saw one girl desperately trying to get the attention of these two guys and she was just like and it and it just came across like so needy and so pathetic and then I was with my friend and I was just like dancing and singing and just like really for an audience of one it was just me and him and I just was like I was having a great time and we were just vibing yeah so it was just like like and did the people notice actually drew to you yeah did people notice yes. yes but did i care if anyone did no and that's the difference in the energy like yes stop caring if people pay attention to you and but you can start tooting your own horn because i have this we go back and forth with my boss dad where he's like <laughs> i don't want to have to tell people that we're the best. I just want other people to tell them that we're the best. best. It's like, Ooh, yeah. But But... you don't show up and confidently state your worth and toot your own horn. Like on the one hand, like, like leaning. What am I trying to say here? So like reviews and compliments from people can only get you so far. Like you have to put in that work as well to get yeah. more attention and get yourself out there and get yourself noticed. Right. You have to throw your hat into the ring to mm-hmm. like 
hey, will you please nominate me for this award? Yes. You can't just sit back and be like, I'm sure someone will nominate me. And if they don't, then I'm not going to do anything because that's self-promotional. Yeah. Being the fear of seeming to be self-promotional is a strong one, especially when it comes to the business world. You don't want to seem too much, too Mm self-promotional, too out there, too anything. And it happens for men and women, but you have to show up and demand your worth. You have to have the confidence and the courage to say, Hey, I deserve this opportunity. I truly believe that I'm the best for this. Like you have to pitch yourself. You have to pitch yourself. You can't just wait for someone to pay Notice it and do you. it for you. Mm-hmm. Yes. Because there's so many other people that they're watching. That are like clamoring the, the for their attention. Or, yeah. So right, it's back to that, that pick me girl in the bar. If you, if, you know, there's a lot of people who have no shame in standing up and asking to be first. Mm-hmm. And while your motivation is the key point behind it. Because when I see that kind of energy, like, oh, pay attention to me. Oh, pay attention to me. All I'm thinking is, what is that attention doing for you? Yeah. What has that done for you? Validated you for it's a single just evening? It's an insecurity that you're not mending on your own. That's yes. But short. short yeah. Short you're, short-term validation but you're just going to go home and be sad later yeah you're still going to go home alone or if you go home with somebody you're going to be alone later Mm -hmm. like it's not it's a band-aid it's not a quick it's not a fix but if you were to show up and be like this is the value that i bring and this is what i want in response to know that you have value and someone asked me how do i if i were to go and apply for a job that I feel underqualified for. Feel underqualified for. Yeah. How do Doesn't I mean that you are? Yeah. And maybe you don't meet 100% of all the requirements that they put on the online posting. Granted, no one spent a significant amount of time crafting that post to make sure that it was perfect for the exact candidate they wanted. Yeah. No. If you fulfill 75% of the requirements, you should apply. Yep. And then show up. And know your worth. And it comes down to being able to articulate your worth. Yep. Well, the thing thing is, is I have an example here. So you said if you you can do 75% of the things, then apply. But I also feel a little bit differently about that because, I mean, many, many moons ago, I wanted to be a dental assistant, but I hadn't gone to dental school and had no idea how to do any of it. Right. But I got online and I just looked at applicate like different places that were hiring from all of this. And I looked for specific words, like, um, like willing to train. No, uh, no, it was like experience. Like they would say experience required or experience preferred. There's a big difference in that. And so I just started applying at all these places with no experience period. And I actually got a lot of people messaging me back. You know, you don't, you've never been a dental assistant. You've never, like, you haven't gone to school. You haven't, you're not certified. You're not. And I was like, no, but it's what I want to do. 
and I'm willing to learn and I will put in the hard work and the effort and, and learn everything. And I got job offers from like eight different dental offices Jeez. that were willing to train me on, on yeah. this. And so depending on what you, what you want to do, you don't need any, if you want, you don't need any, there's, there's a lot of places out there that are willing to train you on what, what needs to be done. And some people prefer that. Because you're, they're going to mold you into exactly what they want. And they're not taking your previous skills from your previous place and bringing it into a new company that they're like, that's, that doesn't vibe with us. And they're just having to train you all over again, right? Train you and then retrain Mm -hmm. you. But I would say you were 75% qualified for that job because it's those soft skills. Yeah. You didn't know how to do the technical job. Mm -hmm. But hardworking, flexible, attention to detail, Mm -hmm. you know, committed to great customer facing, right? All of these things where, yeah, maybe you didn't have the skill set of that specific job. But but I had skill sets that tied into... Yeah, but you were 75% qualified. Yeah, yes. Like when you put it that that way, yes, yes. Are you willing? Are you able? Can you show up? Mm -hmm. Can you physically do the job? Can you emotionally handle the job? Are you going to be somebody that they're going to depend on? Like, yeah, we can train skills, but you can't train hard work. You can't train, you know, the ability to talk to people or have an eye for organization or it's even me coming into working for bliss point. Yeah. That's that. I mean, you, you reached out to me and said, you don't know what the hell you're doing. (laughs) You have no idea what you're getting yourself into, but these are the, the skills that were stated that were needed. And it's like a people person, good in front of a camera, like, yes. Um, or organized and organized, like hardworking, hardworking, consistent. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not out there thinking I need to find someone who has a deep technical knowledge of the LinkedIn algorithm and the tech industry and (laughs) with a deep knowledge of cloud security and like Mm on-prem to cloud migration as it applies to security. No, I'm mm-hmm. not looking for that. No. I'm looking for somebody with the skills to be successful mm-hmm. under the framework that we provide. And so, yeah, the only, honestly, the number one skill I think everyone should be working on, no matter their industry, is writing. You should work on your writing. Everyone should write every single day. That's what I think. Certainly journaling even if it's just I mean back when I was 17 and I emailed the editor of 17 magazine her advice to me was keep writing every single day you can write short stories you can write poetry you can do like free writing songs anything just practice turning your ideas into well-formulated writings yes that's it just keep practicing that if for any job. But back to the original question, how do you show up and demand your worth? You do that by tooting your own horn and knowing what skills that you have. You can't show up. It's like if you show up to a date and they're like, oh, hey, so tell me about yourself. And you're just like, 
Well, I like long walks on the beach, candlelit dinners. <laughs> right, like not even that. Like if that's true, like own that shit. It's like, well, I don't know. Like kind of whatever. Like, you know, I like, I like, you know, Netflix and I like um, hanging out. And I, you know, I, I, I like, like, you know, just chilling that I hate that. Yeah. I like just chilling. The fuck does that mean? Right. Right. That means nothing. That means you are boring. Yes. I will not date you. And so in any situation, self-knowing, do you know that you are valuable? Do you know that you are successful? If you do not know, if you are like, I don't think I'm not valuable or successful, Leah and Kira, please help me. Okay. This is how you figure it out. This is how you figure out how you have value. Ask somebody. <laughs> Ask somebody. Go to your go to your manager and be like, hey, I have a special request. Um, I'm looking for, you know, some feedback. I would really love to know what my what where my assets lie, like where my strengths are. And maybe where a couple of weaknesses are, as you see in this function. And then your boss will tell you, you know, you are so good with people. Like everybody likes you. You're incredibly personable. You're great with customers. You're so good at follow through, this, that, and the other. Like, you know, and where you could work on is maybe your whatever. You're not a good closer, whatever it is, right? Oh, you tend to get overwhelmed too easily or whatever it is. Just ask, what what are my strengths? Okay, there's a list. Now go to your best friend. Hey, what are my strengths? What am, what am I good at? What value do I have? And they'll tell you. Mm-hmm. And then you go ask somebody else. And if you think back, you probably get the same compliments from different time. people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. From different places all over, all over. And it's only the ones that like, s- that stick out. You're like, Oh, maybe that's not true. Cause I've never heard that before. But for me, I know that people are always like, Oh, your tenacity is like, you're so confident and you have so much tenacity. Like you, you just go for shit. And that's mm-hmm. really cool. I'm like, that is a skill that I have. Kira, what do you get told all the time? Uh, that I am very good with people. And I am very organized and I am, I am a go-getter. I I get shit done. Yes, you're an executor. (laughs) I'm an executor. Yeah. You always say executioner. And now I I can't think of it. I am an executioner. I mean, you do execute your goals. Yes, I do. And your tasks, (laughs) you execute them. You are an executioner. Off with their heads. You kill that to-do list. <laughs> Off with their heads. Yeah, the first time you said that to me, you're like, you mean, you mean an executor? I'm like, yes. <laughs> What's the difference? What's the friggin' difference? Same, same, but whatever. Same, same. And then, and then really take it into yourself. Because if I complimented you and said, wow, Kira, you know, one thing I love about you is how tall you are. Like what? And be like, I'm short as shit. When you <laughs> you're five two, that's not a, that's five what? three five three. Oh sure, whatever. 
there's no, there's no difference. I say, I say five, three and shrinking. So five, three and shrinking. I'm almost 40. It's, it's inevitable. It's, 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 it's gonna, fine. you're going to hit five, one eventually. Yep. It's fine. Just a tiny little lady, but <laughs> that's, but that like, doesn't sit right. Right. If I was like, man, you know, I love how tall you are. Like, I love that you're just like tall and statuesque. It's like, huh? Yeah. It doesn't, it doesn't land. And, and so, you know, in that moment where, where it feels like not aligned with truth, you're like, oh, that that's not true. But when you hear a compliment, even if you don't believe it, right. If I was to compliment someone be like, you are so happy and positive all the time. I really am inspired and appreciate your like sunshiny and cheery disposition. Mm -hmm. And then in their heart of hearts, they were like, oh, little do they know that I am gloom and doom on the inside Mm -hmm. that I sit at home and have anxiety about everything. It's like, well, that may be true, but it's also true that you inspire people with your positivity and radiate positivity. Mm -hmm. Both can be true. Mm -hmm. You're not we're putting our best foot forward when we're going after our bliss life, when we're mastering our bliss life, we have to master the ability to know our own strengths and show up and not be afraid to speak to them. Mm-hmm. You have to know it so completely. And do, because do I think that I am like a hardworking and tenacious driven person all the time? No, no, I see me all the time. And I see me when I'm lazy and I'm like, yeah, this is not a, this is not a winner. <laughs> well, it's even the executor thing. Like I, you know, when we did those tests, Richard was like, I bet you're our executor. And I was like, yeah, I probably am. But in my mind, I'm thinking, all I'm thinking about are the things that I didn't get done. Yes. Instead of compiling the list of things that I did get done and be like, Oh yeah. Like, I mean, I can get a lot done. Like when, once I do it, like, yeah, I, I might just have too big of a list to actually get to in that day, you know? Right. <laughs> like, right. And that's why I just thing focus for- on the things that I didn't get to. And right. so like, the yeah, mm-hmm. that's where the to did list you and I have gotten into this habit. And I don't know if you've even noticed it where we rattle off our done list. Done list. I did it today. You did it today. Like I did this, 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 like look (laughs) at all. And instead we have to retrain our minds to not look at the things that we haven't done. Like, yeah, if I wanted to tell you every day about all the awkward encounters that I've had, like, oh my God. And I said this stupid thing. And then I felt really dumb because I said this. And then like, I, I didn't know quite what to Instead say. All the positive things. Moment. Yeah. But it's like, oh, this happened and this happened and positive and yes, and good. It's like, you have to retrain your brain to start thinking about those things, which is hard yet important. So to be able to show up and demand what you're worth, you have to be confident in what you're bringing. Yes. You have to know and articulate those things and you have to practice identifying them on a regular basis because our brains can't lie to themselves. Like Mm -hmm. you can't lie to yourself. You can lie to yourself, but your brain is constantly trying to prove you right. And so if you tell yourself the story that you are, like I, I use this reverse psychology on my kid. 
where if he's being sassy or if he's being crazy, I'll be like, Hey, Marshall, I really appreciate how much you help out around the house. Next thing I know, dishes are put away. Cause you feed and you can do this to your own brain. Like mm-hmm. I get shit done. And then you want to prove that to yourself. So you look for reasons to make that true. Oh, look at all these things I accomplished today. I am a hard worker. Mm-hmm. Some days I feel like not a hard worker. And then I realize for the majority of my life, I had, I've held two jobs. Like maybe since I was 22, starting at 22. So 11 years ago, there have been maybe a combined three years in 11 years that I have not held two jobs combined. That's incredible. Yeah. And it's like, I know people, I know women who only work part-time. I'm like, what do you do with what? that? <laughs> what do you do? What do you do? You have a side hustle. <laughs> right. Like, oh, I just work part-time. And what else? Like, and then you just lay around. What? I think back to when I didn't have kids and I'm like, what did I do with all that time? Watch Supernatural. <laughs> I watched so much Supernatural TV. Why did I waste that time? You wasted it all. I could have so much more money. Our <laughs> so things much paid more off. Money. <laughs> I could be so much more successful than I am. But, 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 it's like, okay, if I want proof of my failures, yeah, I can find them. And in those sad moments, I'm like, nobody loves me i'll die alone and then i just look at my binders full of men i'm like oh just kidding i'm (laughs) i'm choosing this i'm not alone our our brain automatically goes to the negative if we train it that way if we train it that way yep but if you start focusing on the positives and talking to your friends and your family and yourself about the positives, your brain will start looking for start them doing more. it more and more and more. Mm-hmm. And that's and that's like the gratitude thing too. It's like if you write down a list of things that you have gratitude for, you will begin to start looking for more things to be grateful for. And and in the intentional morning podcast, she talks about Lisa talks about. Not just writing down like, I'm grateful for my family and my job and my house and my car and hot water and my food. And because that that's emotionally void. But it's like. She says to write down like five or 10 things every day of moments that you were grateful for and why. And the example she uses, like, I'm so glad, like, I'm grateful that my husband held the door open for me because like we keep that energy of of romance and taking care of each other and i mm-hmm. i'm so grateful that like that's something that hasn't died off in our relationship cuz that's emotional mm-hmm. that feels and if you don't feel you can't change yep. so the takeaways from today practice writing every single day that's your number one skill that you're going to use in every single job do not be afraid to apply for job that you do not feel qualified for start keeping track of the things that you're doing that prove that you are the person that you want to become. As we move into 2023, it's like, okay, we're not doing new year, new me. We're doing new year, 
new opportunity for me to choose my own life on purpose. Mm-hmm. Opportunity to master our bliss life. Choose every growth. single day, choose growth, choose change, choose to see your success and then know it, own it, feel confident in it. And don't be afraid to show up and demand to be valued for the value you see in yourself. Yes. 100%. 100%. Beautiful. That is, so we're doing this kind of goal setting series, right? First, set the vibe for who you want to be. Then start identifying, use writing to identify how you are already showing up as that person that you are trying to be as you master your bliss life. Mm-hmm. Stick around. We got more podcasts, we got more <laughs> episodes coming. Check the show notes. We'll drop in some. Send it to your friends if you find yeah. if you think they'll find value in it. But I mean, who wouldn't? Who wouldn't? Send it to your bestie. <laughs> you can listen to it. And big shout out to all our girlies who make this a part of their morning routine. We yes. love you. We love you. We are about morning routines. We love to be a part of your morning routine. Please, please, please tag us, comment, message us. We want to hear more. It, love you. I love getting morning. the messages. <laughs> it really, it's, ugh, I love it. <laughs> All right. I love you a long time. I'll see you soon. Bye. You've been listening to Master Your Blessed Life. Make sure to check out the show notes for any relevant links. And follow Kira and Leah on Instagram and LinkedIn.